This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most trusted news team in Southeast Texas. In our headlines, the tug of war of words between ExxonMobil and the United Steelworkers appears to have taken on a different tone, with both sides now trading accusations online. The company locked out about 650 union members May 1st. ExxonMobil recently updated its contract offer, but the union says it falls short in several key areas. We learned last week, some workers have filed a petition with the National Labor Relations Board seeking an election to decertify the union, meaning it would no longer represent them. On its website, ExxonMobil speaking to union members says there are, quote, many good reasons, unquote, not to have a union represent them. And it accuses the USW of misinformation and voter suppression. The union says ExxonMobil has been deliberately misleading people with confusing statements about the union and what had what it calls the company's spiteful lockout of union members taking their jobs. An update to a story we've been following for days. A little boy missing since last Wednesday in Grimes County has been found safe, alive, and doing well, Christopher Ramirez, located by a landowner in southern Grimes County, Ramirez dehydrated, reunited with his mother before he was taken to the Texas Children's Hospital in the Woodlands. Grimes County Sheriff Don Soule says he was found about 1145 Saturday with five miles from where he went missing. Hundreds of searchers spent days combing the woods in search for the three-year-old, but have to report the search has a happy ending. You know, we were just, we were running on prayers, four-wheel drive and overdrive, to be honest with you, because we had nothing else. We had nothing else. The little boy was found following a tip from a citizen not far from where authorities had been searching. Alan West, Republican candidate for governor of Texas, announcing over the weekend he has pneumonia due to COVID-19. West, who plans to challenge incumbent Governor Greg Abbott, says on Facebook he did not get the COVID vaccine, but is receiving antibody injections. The former Florida congressman says he also is taking hydroxychloroquine and uh, Invermectin, two drugs the FDA says are ineffective for treating the virus. The news came just hours after West's campaign had tweeted that his wife, Angela West, had tested positive on Friday for COVID. West says that unlike him, she had been vaccinated. His campaign says the candidate will suspend in-person campaigning for the time being. In May, fire forced the closing of one of Port Arthur's most iconic restaurants, but the community not ready to write its obituary. KFDM's Angel San Juan reports on what citizens are doing to reopen Nick's Barbecue and why they're so committed to the eatery. As you can see by his Lincoln High t-shirt, Pastor Aaron Reynolds is not shy about promoting his Port Arthur pride. The city is part of his DNA. I was born Read, raised, educated in Port Arthur, pastored my first church here in the city of Port Arthur. And even though I'm in Beaumont, Port Arthur is still my heart. And part of his passion for his hometown includes Nick's Barbecue. Nick and Barbara Nicholas opened the restaurant in 1974, and nearly half a century later, it's become an iconic eatery in Port Arthur. I was in high school. I played football for Lincoln High School. And when we would get off from practice, We'd walk down the street to Nick's Barbecue, and many times we didn't have money, and Mr. Nick fed us. That's how much 
he impacted our lives. Reynolds moved to Beaumont but remained a loyal customer. Mr. Nick passed away, but his wife Barbara continues running the restaurant, not only feeding stomachs, but also nourishing needy souls. They are not just a business in the community, they are family in the community. Open for decades in May, an electrical fire forced this landmark on Gulfway Drive to close its doors. I'm in the ribs, poke bone off of this pit. It even damaged the pit that made this place so popular. But Pastor Reynolds is not ready to write an obituary for this legendary location. He's rallying the community to restore the restaurant and put out the welcome mat again. If I could get 2,000 people to just contribute $40, we can help them to get this restaurant back open. They didn't ask for it, but I think that's what we owe them because of how they've invested in our community. Restoring a restaurant and renewing a legacy. In Port Arthur, Angel San Juan, KFDM 6 News. If you'd like to donate, you can find the account number on our website. That's KFDM.com. And now your daily weather forecast from the most trusted weather team in Southeast Texas. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. You're waking up on Monday, October the 11th, 2021. And our stretch of dry weather effectively comes to an end this morning. Already seeing some showers and thunderstorms moving into parts of Southeast Texas through portions of Tyler Jasper and also Hardin counties this morning. Line of showers will quickly move through the area and should be through the region and basically stopping by lunchtime. Now, of course, we're not quite done with the rain yet this week as we'll see that boundary that is bringing the showers and storms this morning back up during the day on Tuesday, and that will create another chance for some showers during the day on Tuesday. Pretty quiet for Wednesday and Thursday overall, but then we'll be looking at a pretty sharp cold front pushing into the area late Friday night into Saturday, and that's going to bring some pretty cool temperatures over the weekend. Overnight lows will certainly fall into the 50s by Sunday, and we should be looking at highs generally staying back into the middle and upper 70s. But through the day today, we are going to see that cold front, a little bit of a weak boundary more so than a cold front, pushing through the area. That'll kick off those showers and storms. Through your morning commute, you'll certainly want to keep your eyes open and give yourselves plenty of time getting to your destination, as we will be looking at some pretty heavy downpours with some of these storms that move through the area. We'll look for a west wind in the lakes and a southwest wind in the triangle. Temperatures this afternoon topping out at about 86 degrees. Again, after lunchtime, rain showers should start to wane across the area. Tonight, we'll be looking for partly cloudy skies. A 30% coverage of showers by morning as that boundary starts lifting back to the north. We'll be looking at overnight lows on the muggy side. Looking for overnight lows in the mid-70s tonight, both in the Triangle and in the Lakes. And then for tomorrow afternoon, we'll keep that 30% coverage of showers, at least through the first half of the day, as that boundary continues to work northward. On Wednesday, pretty quiet day overall. Mid-70s for your overnight lows and highs in the middle to upper 80s. And then on Thursday, a 20% coverage of showers with highs in the upper 80s. That cold front comes through Friday evening. Possibly that it could impact some high school football games across the area. A little early to tell on the timing just yet, but we do expect that cold front to push in late Friday night into early Saturday morning. That'll turn southwest winds around to the north over the weekend and, again, keep our humidity values much, much lower for the end of the weekend and the first part of next week. So let's recap your forecast this morning. Showers and thunderstorms likely looking at about a 70% coverage across most of the area. 
Again, high temperatures today topping out at 86 degrees. That's going to do it for your Monday morning forecast from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Samwell. Of course, stay tuned to Twitter, Facebook, and also on air for the latest weather as these storms move through early this morning. Have a good day, everyone. Join us again tomorrow morning for your daily news and weather from the most trusted team in Southeast Texas.